the real deal, even if I'm going to putz or futz anything else. At least we're recording. Josh, it's happening. Another another podcast. How are we doing today, friend? We're doing. Yeah? It's it's Friday. It, minus a couple days. Um, it is one day closer to the NFL season, and... I have a lovely wife making dinner as a child screams in his crib, so that's kind of why I'm wanting to hurry up, because uh, ah. I, as as a single dad um, with a wife um, <laughs> who does more than me, um, it is, um, yeah, I, I understand. And what do you mean? I'm only one person, so I'm technically a single dad. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I think the ranch would have a bone to pick with you as someone who was a single dad. I don't think he'd enjoy you trying to come in on his territory, so to speak. Um, I noticed that a hand had been raised in the uh, audience prior to anybody joining, and it just so happens that, of course, it's the automatic Walters. (laughs) Uh, Yep, they're here. And uh, you know what? And Audio Al, too. They were in here right away. Like, they saw the notification they were in. I don't know if they're commuting home or what. But, yep, another summer pod. Like I said, the message. We're going to be talking about best ball a bit because why the hell not? It's the middle of summer, and no one really cares about the mandatory mini camps or the rookie camps or this or that. So figure we'll get a little bit of talking in there about best ball. And then also, Josh, um, we'll talk about maybe some new features from Sleeper and maybe another thing or two before we head out. But uh, I know you're in a bit of a rush. You won the best ball getting right into it no pomp or circumstance you won the best ball league the first one you and i had ever tried last year it's just a freebie micka set it up all the way from down under um unfortunately he uh, you know it was upside down for him but he still figured out all the settings um upside down or not um, but you're the big winner so i mean uh, should we should i not even talk about best ball and just listen to you the whole time or what I mean, that's if if I were to provide just one suggestion tonight, that would be it. Um, but since we have a platform where I could provide many suggestions, it's going to just be that one on repeat. Just listen to you. Well, I mean, okay, so start start giving us a little uh, a little zest or a little uh, pizzazz, you know. Well, how how do you feel about best ball trying it last year? We did a slow draft, so it was like pretty low pressure. We did it over the summer, so very early. Um, you know, there I'm sure plenty of people drafted players who were injured and stuff like that. There are no free free a free agent move, so. I mean, talk, just talk more about best ball, Josh, please. This is a podcast. Do you talk? Yeah, I mean, best ball going into the draft, and and like you said, it was slow. I absolutely didn't know what to do, so I just drafted players that I thought were going to do good as the season, you know, as, as the season went. I had I treated it no different than redraft, um, as as you might be able to tell um, by the fact I only drafted one defense and one kicker, um, and the kicker I drafted happened to go on IR about week one. Uh, so, you know, didn't, uh, I, I was playing down a position, um, the entire year, but yeah, you know, when you're playing against a bunch of foreigners and, uh, guys like you who don't know anything, couldn't tell a football from a rugby ball, then, uh, it's pretty simple to just go in there and dominate. You know, Josh, I'm going to be honest, that hurts my feelings a little bit. Um, so I pulled up the draft board from last year, and you don't have to do the same thing that I did, but you draft in position 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. You were in position 8 last year. I was right before you in position 7. I'm sure you remember your first pick, because it would always be your first pick if he's available, but do you remember your first pick off the in the best ball draft last year? Oh, Devontae Adams. Obviously. Who was your second round pick, Josh? Justin Jefferson. Oh, do you also have it up in front of you, or do you just remember this? I just remember it. Oh, uh, then after that, you took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Amari Cooper, James Robinson. That one didn't work out. Justin Herbert, Ronald Jones, LaVisca Chenault, Robert Tunyon. I mean, this does not sound like a best ball championship team, Josh. 
Matt Stafford, Irv Smith, Darnell Mooney, maybe Russell Gage, Latavius Murray. Oh, Amon Ra, St. Brown. That was a good one. Um, Chuba Hubbard did nothing. Nico Collins, no. Amari Rogers, LOL. Uh, yeah, this does not look like a championship team. Uh, how the hell did you pull it off? Coaching. It's. <laughs> I mean, it all up. comes down to uh, you know pregame speeches and all that fun stuff. Uh, but no, in, in all honesty, it, it seemed that uh, when somebody went down that's when somebody else stepped up so like uh um russell gage one week got me 17 points i lost that week but um i'm trying to find out i can't find like the standings to where i finished because i only finished eight and six so i wasn't the best um but i I think i had like a i think i had like a seven game win streak to finish uh, out the season you finished fifth you were eight and six um i couldn't tell you what your streak was to end the year because i'm not gonna go figure that out right now but yeah you finished fifth um you were one of three eight and six teams and you were the worst of the three <laughs> uh would you care to look at the uh after uh playoff bracket standings well i'm looking at the before because that's what you were asking about uh, i suppose um but yeah i mean overall i just treated it like uh no different than anything else Josh and, and Al gave me the vid. <laughs> yeah, well, we had show. a guy. Yeah, we had a guy who uh, had COVID and didn't go last night, but he was hanging out with another guy on the team. A couple of them actually, and so yeah, I think uh, Al got it when he was licking everybody's bat handles. So, <laughs> and that's 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 not a euphemism. Al, is there a reason you were licking bat handles? That's uh, interesting. Also, um, Jesus, got to go home early, though. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but, Al, you're listening to a podcast talking about people who paid attention to the league, so I don't know if that makes you worse or not. Um, I guess that's for you to decide. But, yeah, so, I mean, okay, Josh, so looking into this year, um, what, what, so you, t- you said you treated it very much like redraft. You only took one kicker and one defense, and you still won the league. Obviously, no one was setting lineups, so it's not like you had more advantage by being active. You just drafted, and that was it. No one else could do anything from there. Um <coughs> But are you going to treat it the same this year? Since you won last year, do you think you want to take more than one kicker and more than one defense? Or do you feel like it doesn't obviously prove to not matter? Do you think you winning was more of a fluke than anything? Um, I think that um, I think that it is going to be um, pretty much like last year. I might start off with a kicker and defense just to get them out of the way, um, <laughs> yeah. and then go from there. But it, it uh in in all honesty yeah it's pro- i'm not going to put a whole lot of thought into it i'm just going to go into it take players that i think are going to do better than players that are still uh that might be ranked higher well that's that's some big brain stuff there josh um <coughs> invest in a cough button how about i just cough instead who needs a button when i can pr- you know produce the cough myself walters um so, I mean, okay, let's talk about your, you know, before we were thinking about doing a mock here, and we will do a mock, but um, I guess I guess I'll talk about my strategy for a bit, then you can talk about yours. So, when I was going into this best ball draft last year, I won't want to say I was taking it over seriously, but of course, you got Mick in there, you got Eric's in there, you got Jack, and you got Connor, who talks a lot of shit, Al was in there, um, you know, so I wanted, you know, bragging rights is more than enough to motivate me to, you know, put more than zero effort in. So, I went Kittle in the second round, um, I was like, okay, let me lock this down, that obviously didn't work out long term but i took a couple tight ends early i was really trying to lock down the tight end market and then i had a run of pretty much 
four QBs in a row. I took Tom Brady, Trey Lance, Jameis Winston, and Zach Wilson. Obviously, Tom Brady ended up being just fine, and those other guys were more so swings. But I took a lot of home run swings. Do you... I guess is my point because I took a lot of like either old people who should be value at their age or a lot of rookies who were, you know, probably devalued just because they're so unknown. So I took a lot and a lot, probably too many home run swings. Um, that was, so it seems like that strategy was very different from yours. You, I mean, do you feel like you played it safe in the draft? I guess when you say you played it like redraft, what does that mean in terms of draft strategy? Uh, draft to win. No, um, Shut the fuck up, I played it safe with the first few picks. You know, kind of went BPA, and then, um, then branched out a little bit further. Like uh, Amon Rossant Brown or whatever. He he was one that I think probably should have been drafted later, based on how you know he was ranked early on. Um, but I took a chance. Um, I mean, overall, I just I I took rook I took a lot of rookies because I thought, okay, well, there's always going to be one or two rookies that. Uh, um step up and do well and by a lot i mean two maybe I, was gonna, I was just looking down your um, list i was like i see three rookies who were all these or fuck, i guess amari rogers was he even a player last year i'm not sure that counts yeah well you know josh gordon he got him obviously <laughs> that dude's yeah. 90 years old at this point josh we've been talking about josh how gordon for a long you? time how dare he's, you he's barely 30 31 <laughs> He's barely 30. Is that so you don't feel so old because you're on the other side of uh, the 3-0 now? Oh, Josh, you sweet and poor innocent man. Oh, we lost Al. Oh, no. Uh, we, we called Al a loser for listening to us, and then he left. Is that Did we sabotage ourselves, Josh? Yeah. God damn it! Well, we tried. Um, but okay. I mean, do you just want to... So we've kind of talked about best ball strategy a little bit, and this pod's kind of disorganized, so it might seem like we're just stumbling over ourselves a bit. But you just want to go through a mock and kind of talk through our process as we're going through it and you know, kind of say out loud what we're thinking, what we're doing. Does that seem like a good sure. next step? Or is there anything else you want to talk about before we start? No, let's get going. I'm hungry. All right. Randomize one. Randomize two. <laughs> just switch positions randomize three all right so i am uh i'm drafting in the eighth position of this 12 team half ppr mock draft and josh you're all the way back in 12th i guess before we start what so we just we both agreed we'd randomize it what would you have preferred your draft position to be in a best ball league so last year you won from the eighth position i was seventh now i'm in eighth year in 12th would you prefer to be more in the middle or would you prefer to have an end uh best ball probably middle but I'll still win in this uh, mock. I'll win the mock. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just go ahead and start the draft. And uh, I'll, I guess Josh just pray Jonathan Taylor falls to 12. Oh, damn. Jonathan Taylor off the board. I just gave us a 60-second pick timer. I, I imagine this pretty closely will follow the ADP, although it looks like Najee Harris was supposed to be 7. So Team 7 reached for Cooper Cup there just by maybe one or two positions. But So Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Cooper Cup all off the board. Those are the first seven. I am pick 8. I mean, Najee Harris seems like such a bell cow, and we're not doing any fancy rules again. It's just half PPR. Big Ben is gone. I don't know what that offense is going to do. Oh, for best ball, I feel like Jamar Chase is a... I, you know what? I would almost always, I feel like, go running back first. Uh, fuck me. This is tough, honestly. I'm going to take Jamar Chase. 
I just feel like his home run potential is much, much bigger. Maybe I'm making the same exact mistake I made last year. But after I take Jamar Chase at 8, it goes Joe Mixon, Devonta Adams at 10, Najee Harris 11, Josh on the clock at 12. What are you thinking? Back-to-back picks here. Um, yeah, I think that uh, this one is, like, with how the board fell, it, it could be a variety of different options. But um going to go with the number one wide receiver over the past six years, uh, tight end Travis Kelsey. Um I don't know if that, I mean, Mac, if you read that stat, like there's only been six players in the past, like six years with thousand yard seasons and, or like the, or just the numbers. He has like the most receiving yards over the past six years. So yeah, he's like a wide receiver. Um, and then, you know, this is, this is kind of where, this is where I'm going to start, uh, making my reach and I'm going to go with, uh, Deandre Swift. Surprising pick there with the running back. Reached what one spot over who was, who was next on the list Stefan Diggs. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, yeah, DeAndre, I had him last year. He was a top five wide receiver, or running back um, until he got hurt. Durability is kind of his big thing, but uh, I, I do like him as a player, especially in a, any sort of PPR format. So that is um, why I took him over Stefan. I, I mean, it would either one would have been fine by me. Sure. Um, so yeah, you have you have you've locked down the number one tight end, and you've got DeAndre Swift, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, and Nick Chubb are the next couple picks. I'm up here again um, at two five, um, drafting from the eighth position again. I've got Alvin Kamara, Josh Allen, and Mark Andrews all at the top of my queue here. Um, I, I don't know. I don't have any problems with Alvin Kamara. Mark Andrews, I'm not going to take Mark Andrews this early. CeeDee Lamb, no. DB Samuel further down the list. I'm going to go with Josh Allen. I'm never afraid to take a QB early. <laughs> Sleeper, I don't know if you're listening, Josh, but the sleeper mock draft just make a, a lot of noise there. Um, but after, yes, it did. after I take Josh Allen, CD Lamb goes off the board, Alvin Kamara. I mean, pretty much following the ADPs. I don't see, I guess, do you see anything crazy here um, from my 2 5 pick all the way now to my 3 8 pick? I don't, maybe Leonard Fournette to me looks like the name that's sticking out. Obviously, you've been hating uh, on yeah. Ezekiel Elliott for a long time. He fell to the third round, the first pick of the third round. And that's, that's a respectable there? spot for his trash ass. Shut um, the fuck up. Uh, I think the five five running backs consecutive is pretty pretty interesting, um, um, but no, I mean Javante Williams. I don't know. Everybody's saying he's going to be this this big stud, but last year he had the opportunities and didn't do too much with it, from what I remember. Um, but yeah, like you said, following that ADP, pretty solid. Yeah, so nothing crazy off the board here. I've got Jamar Chase. I've got Josh Allen. I've got 15 seconds to pick. Um, I, Kyle Pitts is on the top of the list. I'm not sure I want Mar- Mariota's ass thrown to him. Um, I don't know what to do. I am panicking. I'm just going to take David Montgomery and hope for the best. That was a panic pick. That was a tilt pick. Um but yeah, Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller go off. So Josh, you can't remake the same mistake you would last year. Um, not that you would have, because you already have a tight end. But you're back on the clock here. You've got a tight end. You've got a running back. And obviously, it looks a lot different now. Twenty-three players have gone off the board since your last pick. What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to go with uh, for this first one here. Justin Herbert is the kind of the safe one. Either I mean, he could have been the first or the second one. Um, just had him last year. He did well for me. Um, not a you know not not a slouch in quarterback department there um next though um this is where this is kind of tough because i don't like any of the players here so i'm just going to go ahead and trade mine with the <laughs> yeah. team six first round pick <laughs> yeah that's good, uh, that's good uh, no this is going to be um so this is going to be my time to pick uh top three wide receiver in the league 
Just kidding. Um, I'm going to go Deontay Johnson. I know Big Ben's gone, but the volume is probably still going to be there. He's going to have one Chase of Claypool's four guys. the number one receiver in Pittsburgh. You know that, right? Well, I mean, he's top three in the NFL. <laughs> Antonio Gibson went off the board after you take Deontay Johnson. I was not going to take him, so I'm glad he's gone. James Conner, I was really eyeing up. And then Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, now getting thrown the ball by old <laughs> break two ankles on one play, Carson Wentz. Um, T. Carl Higgins. Wentz. T. Higgins still on the board. He got me into the championship game last year over Jeremy. Jeremy will not listen to this, but he doesn't like T. Higgins. He says, fuck T. Higgins. I got DK Metcalf looking at me, but Drew Locke's thrown to him. J.K. Dobbins, who knows? Josh Jacobs might honestly be the best play here, or Brees Hall. Um, do I take a rookie running back? Or Oh, no, I'm going to reach a little bit. We got Walters listening. I'm going to go ahead and lock down Amari Cooper, whether it's Baker Mayfield throwing to him or Deshaun Watson, if he ever makes it on the field. We won't necessarily touch that topic right now, but uh, Amari Cooper definitely has the potential to be a top receiver. Um, and so I'll take Amari Cooper. I've got two top receivers now with Jamar Chase and Amari Cooper. A lot of players go off the board there. Josh, we're obviously not going to make the people... I'm not going to list them all off at this point. We're already in the fifth round of this mock draft, though. I'm back on the clock. What do you think about Amari Cooper? I'm interested in what you think about my last pick. Was that too far of a reach? Could I have taken someone else like Josh Jacobs or Brees Hall? Or what would you have done in my position there? Um, I wouldn't say it's too far of a reach. I'd, um, I, I, I don't mind it. I, I think that... Um, he's a solid receiver going into a situation where he's either going to have an okay um, quarterback um, or an okay commercial-making quarterback. Um, and so, um, good job, Walters. Um, but uh, I do think that Cooper's in a, in a, in a decent situation. He's going to get the, the volume there. All right, we're down here. I'm at pick five, um, pick eight of round five. Already down to 10 seconds left. I'm really screwing myself here. Do I take Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edwards Hilaire? I'll just take CEH. Fuck it. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'm. I'm panicking every pick. Good thing this is just a mock draft. But Josh, you're back on the clock again. The board looks ugly at this point. We're already at the back end of the fifth round with 12 teams. That's 59 players gone. What are you thinking here at pick 60? Um. I'm thinking that uh, I don't want to be in the 12th pick anymore. Um, who took... Did somebody take my guy? Who's your guy? Oh. I had somebody lined up, and then now I can't find him anywhere. Oh, um, yeah, so I'm going to take two picks here, back-to-back. -back. Um, I'm going to go with Marquise Brown. He's in a new situation with his college quarterback. Should be fun to watch. Um, so he's on a team that throws the ball a lot more than last year. So I do think that he has that uh, um, potential to be a kind of a shocker in a, in a mid-round draft pick. Um, and then I'm going to go ahead and go with the sun god himself, Amon Ross St. Brown. He won me a championship last year. Uh, not not, uh, not going to say he's doing it again this year, but he showed that he can uh, perform with subpar quarterbacking. So hopefully... Uh, his second year step is is just as significant as guys like uh, Justin Jefferson and uh, like yeah he's the only one that I can think of right now. I mean Justin Jefferson pretty much just repeated his rookie season. It was, his second season was a little bit better, but I understand what you're saying. Uh, you want them to have a really great sophomore year. Uh, Miles Sanders went off the board after your Sun God pick, which is I'm good. I went to take in Miles Sanders until like the ninth round because. I don't know. The dude gets drafted high for some reason. To your point, Walters, Elijah Mitchell is still on the board. I could now take Elijah Mitchell here at 6'5", but I just, I mean, any San Fran running back, um, there's not a bell count in that situation, so I don't I don't know that I trust it. Um, I could take Elijah right now. I'm not going to. 
Oh boy. Um, instead, I'm gonna take um, AJ Dillon and just uh, Aaron Jones seems to be having more durability issues here on the back end of his career. I know Josh won't like me saying that, but uh, AJ Dillon definitely has been pushed by this organization. The coaching staff really, really seems to like him, and so whether he's gonna get his even with a healthy Aaron Jones, but um, without a healthy Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon is gonna feed. How do you feel about AJ Dillon's prospects this year, Josh? As far as best ball goes. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Oh, boy. Um, a lot of players went off the board. You guys heard it in the background there. So I'm back on the clock here at 7-8. I've got Jamar Chase, Josh Allen, David Montgomery, Amari Cooper, CEH, and A.J. Dillon. Um, so I should probably go another receiver here, maybe even a tight end. Brandon Cooks is on the top of the list. He's still in Houston. Um, and I actually love Brandon Cooks. I thought Brandon Cooks was a great, has been a great value for years. Um, I don't need a quarterback. There's no tight end worth taking here at all. Um, so I feel this is the confident pick I feel most confident about. Um, I'm going to go ahead and lock in Brandon Cooks because I am a big fan of Brandon Cooks. And uh, he's a very solid fantasy asset. Maybe not the home run swing I would want to take in a best ball league, but he should be solid production every week. Josh, you're back on the clock here at the 712. What are we thinking? You've only got one yeah, running back. I, yeah, no, uh, that's kind of standard for my kind of draft strategy for a lot of leagues. Um, and so we're, I mean, like you said, we're playing in a best ball league, um, or we're, we're drafting as if this is a best ball league. And so I do think that, um, oh, shoot, I don't have the bye weeks listed here. What are the bye weeks? You'll um, just, who cares? But uh, so I would say that, you know, it's never too early to get a second quarterback here. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and uh, lock up the A-Raj back to back MVPs here. Um, you really think so, huh? Without Devontae. I mean, that's something we haven't talked about a lot. You don't have a lot of time to talk about it right now, but just very, very briefly, you think Rodgers is still going to be the player he was without, like, the guy who took 70% of his, um, you know, completion share? Um, well, see, and that's that's just it, is that you could ask, you can, like, check out a lot of things. My second pick that uh, that followed Rodgers was Tony Pollard, the RB1 in um, Dallas. How dare you. Um, but uh, I think that, I mean, there's been, it hasn't been a whole lot of games that they've, or Rodgers has played without uh, Adams there, but in the games that he has um, played, he spread the ball out more, but he still produced the stats. It's not necessarily, you know, ideal. Obviously, you're going to want to have somebody like Devontae on your team, um, but uh, the fact that he's not going to lock in on a receiver like he does Devontae, it might actually open up the field a lot more for some of the, the classic um, five wideouts that we had in the past when we had the Cobb, Nelson, uh, Young Adams type, and James Jones, the hooded sweater, um, hood cut off. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, I understand why I keep feeling my picks. I keep letting you talk, and then my timer goes away. But I'm going to take the Slim Reaper here. He was wide receiver 30 last year. Um, I, just another year under his belt with Jalen Hurts. Maybe Jalen Hurts is in the future, but Devontae Smith proved all the haters wrong that he can be an NFL receiver despite his weight, despite his size. Um, and I think Devontae Smith is only going to take another stride. Uh, back here at the 9 8, so we're in the ninth round here. Um, I really, I was really debating on reaching on Robert Woods there at the 8 5 just because I really like Robert Woods always have took him a lot last year of course it didn't really work out unfortunately um but i was really hoping robert woods now in a new situation in tennessee would fall to me at nine eight and i almost took him last round at the eight five uh, but now i have to be sad because he did not fall to me just two picks prior he went um but i was thinking about a tight end here i think pat fryermuth is a great 
um, is a great value tight end here in the ninth round. I mean, it's a new QB, I know. Some new QBs love their tight ends, some don't. We can't say for sure. I could go and try and look at the Kenny Pickett college tape, see if he likes tight ends or not. But regardless, I think Pat Fryermuth is a great value tight end. I don't have to wait until the end. I'm not scraping the bottom of the barrel. And Pat Fryermuth could have a great year. He was what? He was tight end 14 last year, so just outside of the you know tight end one. I think he's a great pick here in the ninth round. Josh, you're back on the clock. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the other wide receiver in Pittsburgh, the one that's actually the top three wide receiver in the NFL. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go kind of scroll down a little bit. So you don't want to take Chase Claypool right there, buddy? Come on. Nope, nope, Christian nope. Watson? See, I'm going to solidify my um, my running back core with the solid one-two punch of Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, he had Jesus. some solid output last year. Okay. What? <laughs> Nothing. Please continue. He had solid output last year, and he is definitely the number two guy on that team. Uh, he may not be the change of pace back, but if Damian Harris goes down, watch out, folks. And then, you know, this is going to be the uh, the rookie sensation, Christian Watson, wide receiver one in the league. Um, 17,000 yards for 600 touchdowns this season, guaranteed. Um, Doesn't Rodgers, no, like, we'll despise rookies, though? Uh, you know, Yeah. You know what, Josh? Speaking of, I'm surprised this player hasn't been taken. They they appear to be ranked 123. I guess I don't know what pick we're at right now. We're in the 10th round, though, so that's 100. That should be right around here. I'm going to take Alan Lazard. It seems like if anyone's going to get the lion's share of passing work in Green Bay, as long as Alan Lazard stays healthy, stays on the field, it seems like he's going to get every single pass that Rodgers um, can throw at him. Um, that he can handle. So I'm going to go ahead and take Alan Lazard. The fact that you took Christian Watson over Alan Lazard is foolish to me. And I think Alan Lazard, especially in a best ball format, a significantly better play. I don't know what you were thinking, but um, I bet if we were to reflect on this at the end of the year, um, Alan Lazard has way more fantasy points than Christian Watson. And, you know, I don't think he'll be able to convince me otherwise, but you can try. All right, that's fine. Not even going to try, exactly. I think you're just mad that you didn't realize Alan Lazard was still out there. I mean, I knew he was still out there, but uh, I, 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 I just went with the uh, boom potential of Christian Watson. Alan Lazard's had some boom games, but he's also had quite a few games where he's irrelevant. Without Devontae, yes, he should step up to some relevancy, but he's not a speedster. He's more of a possession guy. Christian Watson can take it out of the backfield. He can you know, do that jet sweep that they like to run a lot where they do the little touch passes. So um, I took that upside potential, and the draft capital is there. Haven't had a draft capital guy like this since Devontae, so yeah. I don't know. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here for my team already. Um, I'll let Josh take all my time again, even though I was looking at players. I'm looking at running backs here. I don't know who the fuck to take. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take a big home run swing on the Houston rookie, Damian Pierce, because why the fuck not? I don't know what I'm doing. And, uh, yeah, I won't take all your time talking, Josh, but Damian Pierce, rookie, rookie running back, new regime in Houston. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I was actually eyeing him up. I was going to take him, and um, but then I remembered that um, he does have a guy on his – um, the guy on his team, Marlon Mack. Fuck you! Yeah, I was just wow. gonna, I was just gonna double tap Marlon Mack and Damian Pierce. I hate you. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna do too. So you know what? Great minds must think alike. Um, Our minds are great. We have a so, podcast after all. <laughs> right? You're mocking um, me, aren't you? Kind of. Um, but yeah. So going with that there, um, and then I've got 30 seconds left on my next pick. 
Uh, see, right now, like you said, scraping the bottom of the barrel. I can do, I can go quite a few different things here. I could take a third quarterback. I could take, uh, because, you know, it's always funny because in these uh, best ball leagues, if you don't have backup players in certain positions, there's going to be at least one week where you don't get anybody, any points for that position. And so if you just stock up on QBs, somebody doesn't get one or somebody has one, they're going to be screwed. So I could take a third quarterback here. But I think what I'm really going to do is, oh, God, I can't find the guy I was actually going to get. I'm going to take Irv Smith. Coming off that injury, he's going to get some targets. Backup tight end it is. I mean, the tight end, I mean, so but we have we have um, Kevin O'Connell here, KOC. He's coming out, like, he's coming out of L.A., of course. There's not really, I mean, Tyler Higby's, you know, was the guy, right, in L.A., and he's not, like, a big deal tight end at all. You really think that Irv Smith is going to translate in this new system? It is the 12th round of a off-season <laughs> June. Talking, <laughs> we're talking about best ball, Josh. I'm just like, do you really think he has the potential to boom? I'm just, I'm trying to, if we're thinking about best ball. Do you really think Irv Smith is going to boom? I'm trying to get you to speak to that. See, I'm, it's, see, at this point, it's more so just a, a potential fill-in when Kelsey has a dud <laughs> or is on bye. That's that's yeah. all I care about is just having bodies. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like the Green Bay Packers offensive line for the last few years. They just need a warm body. Well, Put them out there and they'll block. All right, stop fucking talking. I'm going to take George Pickens here because similar to how Josh was trying to capture last year, and I didn't make this nearly enough rounds, but that's fine just for the podcast. Um, but, I, you know, I feel like the, the best ball leagues are going to be won on these back half picks, like these picks that aren't supposed to be worth anything, but then they end up being like, a you know, at least a wide receiver too when they're in your lineup every week, but you took them in round fucking 12 through 15 or whatever. Um, so, you know, that you kind of – I don't want to say you got lucky, but, I mean, certainly if Amon – if everyone knew what Amon Ross St. Brown was going to do last year, he wouldn't have gone – you got him in the 10th round or whatever it was it would have been um you know it would have been a lot sooner so that's what i'm trying to speak to i took george pickens out of houston hopefully him and other rookie kenny pickett can make some sort of magical connection uh evan mcpherson's off the board a lot of the kickers are being taken right now because they think this is a redraft league and not a best ball league and i really have no idea what to do at this point I see Odell Beckham still available. He was having a pretty good Super Bowl until he got hurt. I think Odell Beckham has home run potential. I already have five receivers, only three running backs, but uh, I think Odell could definitely could be a great best ball play, so I'm going to take Odell here. Again, I seem to be falling into my same strategy of last year, taking old people or like really young players, and I did not win last year, but fuck me. Josh, you're back on the clock, round 13 here. Hoofta. Well, you did take the guy that I was looking at, to be honest. So, uh, kudos there. You you actually have a chance of having the best team if I was thinking about him. Um, but um, similar to my last year's strategy, I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, the potential um, as opposed to the uh, um, you know the stability the, the has beens. Oh. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the um, the guy out of who knows but he has <laughs> a first name knows. and then uh he has a first name that uh, we all know and then a last name related to mr taco himself i'm gonna take uh oh gosh i clicked the wrong thing i'm gonna take david bell wide receiver cleveland yeah you can go ahead and wow me i don't care wow. um and then um for my next pick since i get two back to back you know because why not i'm just gonna go ahead and uh uh, uh, it's round 14 uh, josh come you know on what? buddy you, you know can what? do it you know what it's gonna be it's gonna be it's 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 uh it's hot out there 
Oh, Rodrigo Blankenship, the hot rod, huh, dude? Respect the specs and all that. I really fell off the hot rod because Evan McPherson uh, really outperformed it last year, and I was on the I was on the big kick Mick train. But hot rod still a force to be reckoned with. Uh, but Josh went with kicker because uh, we're pretty much at the end of the draft here, um, and that's not a home run swing by any means. Um, but looking at who's left, I don't know. I took Josh Allen in the second round. I definitely think Jameis Winston could be a great play. Sean Payton's gone, so that's a pretty worrisome um, little. I don't know, Anic not anecdote, but information, data point. There we go. Data point's the word I was looking for the whole time. Um, but I think Jameis Winston definitely could be another great home run swing. And so, again, my logic seems to be flawed because I didn't even make the playoffs in this best ball league last year. But I can't change what my brain's doing naturally. So thinking about, you know, trying to, trying to find great value, I think Jameis Winston could be great value. So I'll take Jameis Winston here in the 14th round of a best ball league. Um, you know, Jameis Winston looked like he was going to be hot shit last year before, um, before he, you know, came off the field. So I really like Jameis Winston. And now all the computer players are playing, taking defenses and kickers because um, you know you couldn't set up, you couldn't set this up as a best ball draft, a best ball mock, which is unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, defenses last year. That's true. I guess I'm, I'm just saying you, they probably won't take them in round 15 because I think we had like 20 some rounds last year. True. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, it's my last pick here, round 15, because, again, I didn't adjust this. I probably should have. Do I want a backup tight end? Robert Tunning's available. Gross. Logan Thomas, I'm not sure he'll return to form. Gerald Everett. Trey McBride's a rookie. Taysom Hill. That, that's, I don't know, that's cheating. Mo Cox, should I take him for the 15th year in a row where he does absolutely nothing? I don't know. Maybe. I don't see it. I don't see a tight end worth anything on this list. So, uh, shoot. Do I take Tim Patrick? Ah, I don't know. I'm out of time here. Nothing matters. I'll take Gus Edwards. We'll see. I don't know. That's just a... <laughs> Gus Edwards is a waste of a pick, honestly, with J.K. Dobbins and whoever else they're going to sign out there in Baltimore. But Gus Bus looks like he, he he's had flashes in the history. Maybe he can reignite. Josh, you've got Mr. Relevant here. Best ball draft. You've got one more chance at a home run if you want it. Or you could take a defense that's top 10. What are you thinking here? Ooh, Khalil Herbert, huh? You think um, I think he'll show some more than out? I mean, Tyree Cohen wasn't even on the field last year because he was hurt all year. But you really think um, Khalil Herbert's going to have a chance to do something this year? Yeah, I mean, Tariq Cohen's not going to be on the field at all this year either. So, oh, I'm just—he's not even on the team anymore—is my point. But right, yeah, I think he's going to have more opportunity. He had a solid season last year in the weeks that he did play. Um, so I'm looking at his stat line and okay maybe i exaggerated that he had one good week um but, I, I didn't uh, want to call you out at a turn but i was like what are you seeing that i'm not seeing it, it was probably the one week that i actually watched oh yeah because it was against green bay no, oh no they had week. two good weeks two double digit weeks how dare you one of them was against the green bay defense which obviously is the number one defense in the world yeah. um so it's you know he's he's a stud all right, well, I mean, how do you, looking back now, we won't have to talk about it too long because I know you're in a bit of a hurry. I don't know if your baby's been crying for 40 minutes. That's unfortunate for you. But looking at your team, like, do you feel like you made a mistake at any point? Obviously, we didn't stop the timer at any point the whole time we were discussing. Uh, but looking at any of your picks, is there someone you wish you would have taken now in the heat of the moment? Did you ever go full tilt like I did a couple times? Or you feel good about your best ball team there? Well, I, I, I don't know. Um, see, that's just it is I don't know. Um, if this were a redraft team, I'd have probably um, petitioned for a redraft. Um, but <laughs> a re redraft. Uh, since it, yeah, um, since it is a um, best ball team, um, 
it all just kind of depends how it goes. You never know, bruh. Um, overall, not too upset with it. Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Swift, Justin Herbert are kind of the top there. Um, hate my team, though, after that. <laughs> you, don't like, you don't like Hollywood Brown? You don't like Deontay Johnson? You don't like the sun god? I mean, I like them, but as far as, like, if you're looking for... Um, a winning team, this just isn't it. They're not putting in the hours. They're not uh, <laughs> clocking in early this and clocking out coaching? late. It's, They're not no lunch pail uh, guys? No, no lunch pail guys on this roster. It's it's kind of sickening, to be honest. Sure. Um, anyway, we got these yuppies sorry, that... Uh, we they're, they're just the yuppies that sit around the mall food court picking on people less fortunate than them. <laughs> I mean, you and... So, because uh, I, I guess my philosophy is always in redraft drafts is either go tight end or quarterback early. You don't have to force either, but if you go one, you definitely don't do the other. And you obviously took tight end in the first round, which Travis Kelsey, you, you could call him a wide receiver if you want, but then you took Justin Herbert at the end of the third round. Would Is is your strategy that different for best ball, or do you not think about it like I do, where you don't um, you don't pick those scarce positions early? Do you not really care about that? Or That's something that's standing out to me about you, is you're pretty much the only player in this whole mock draft that took a quarterback and a tight end within the top six rounds yeah well yeah we're playing up we're playing against a bunch of computers and human-made computers so we're better than them um so <laughs> i um, remember that during the uprising yeah that's true no i i typically do what you do but being a best ball league it, it was literally just these guys these three were like the top pick available so that's kind of what i went with um I should have, you know, a tight end one each week, a QB one each week, and or like a top top three tight end and a top three QB each week, it seems. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's all about the points at the end of the day. So, uh, all right, I'm pretty happy with my team. I will guess looking at your team, I think Tony Pollard is the best value in the eighth round there. Um, even if it's at the start of the Thanks. eighth round, I think Tony Pollard is the best value on your team. Me, I don't know. I, I feel like I took a lot of the middle-of-the-road guys. I mean, I do I do really like the value of Alan Lazard in the tenth round. Like, I think that's nuts to me, who should be, by all intents and purposes, will be the wide receiver one in Green Bay for him to go in the tenth round with Aaron Rodgers still there. I think that's nuts. Um, so I think that's my favorite value. I also really like Pat Fryermuth, like I said. Odell Beckham could be a great player. Um, and Jameis Winston, I was, you know, I was happy – I gotta be happy to have him on my real best ball team for sure. But yeah, we'll see. I Micah sounds like he's gonna do. Uh, yeah, Walter's Elton. That's fine. Um, it sounds like um, Micah's gonna do it again. If not, I guess Micah. If you listen to this, I don't want to steal your um, your best ball league necessarily, but I think it's great podcast content. So if you don't want to be the commissioner anymore, I'll take it over, and all the people that are in it can stay in it. But I mean, just make it a podcast thing, and then you know we can chat about it in the Discord as well. Even though the sleeper does have their own um, sleeper does have their own chat feature. Uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about my team, honestly. Uh, but I don't know if it'd be best ball championship worthy. All right, Josh. Any else you want to talk about best ball, or do you want to talk about the new sleeper features real quick? Um, I want to. Or do you want to yeah, leave? I don't know. I want to leave. I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, and but yeah. I want to see my child before bedtime. Sure. I guess so. We don't have to talk about the sleeper features. If you just look up, um, look up sleeper on Twitter. They've posted eight new things so far. It looks like they're posting 22 new things in total this summer. So 22 new features. Some of them aren't very important. Some of them are kind of cool. Um, nothing groundbreaking, I don't think. But it's just cool that they're always adding these new little, even if it's just new little things. So go check them out on Twitter and continue to follow along. 
last thing I wanted to ask you about, Josh, I'll ask you directly. Um, do you want to be considered for the Champions League? Because obviously I'm starting to think fantasy again, and we kicked out David Sousen. David Sousen did not make the cut in the Champions League last year. He was the last place team. Um, do you want to be considered for the Championship League? Do you want to put your hat into the ring? I'm not saying you're going to get the spot because there are obviously other champions from last year, but do you want to be considered for the Champions League? Are you still not ready to commit to yet another fantasy football league? I'll throw my hat in the ring just to see what happens. Sure. I'm thinking I'm thinking that you, and I'm thinking Connor. I'm thinking um, Brian Knopp, obviously. He just won the Redraft League. Um, so those are the three off the top of my head. And, of course, you know, Coon Rapids people, whoever else, if you have any new champions that you'd like to for me to consider, um, let me know. I'm not, I might do like a, a straw poll, not an official vote, but like a straw poll to see what other, uh, other people's opinions are. But I'd like to remind everyone I'm ruling that league as a strict dictator mostly. So um, I'm not going to leave it up to a vote for who gets in. I'm just going to decide on my own, uh, but I will take input from others. Anywho, Josh, I appreciate you chatting about me with best ball. Micah, if you end up listening to this, I look forward to your best ball league. If you're not going to do it or if you don't want to do it, uh, let me know and I'll start my own. Um, or I'll take yours over. Either way, I want to do another best ball. I want to do a slow draft over July, 24 hours a pick. Um, it'll help uh, help keep my fantasy juices flowing through the dead days of summer. So, Josh, go hang out with your kid. Go eat some food. Walters, thanks for listening. Go pack. <laughs> Walters, thanks for listening. Al, thanks for listening when you're here. And, um, yeah, anyone who uh, who listens afterwards, I appreciate you listening in the dead days of summer. And I'm trying to make these podcasts to keep myself fresh. And, uh, you know, I hope uh, listening helped breaks up your monotony or your boredom or whatever you're listening for so bye everybody have a great day appreciate you